This is Talkin' Mule Deer with your hosts, Steve Belinda and Jody Stemmler. Talkin' Mule Deer takes you on a journey to learn more about the Mule Deer Foundation, Mule Deer and Blacktail Deer Biology and Management, tips and tactics for hunting, conservation issues, and even features some of our corporate and celebrity partners. Now, let's start Talkin' Mule Deer. Welcome to Talking Mule Deer. I'm Steve Belinda. This is Jody Stemmler, and, and we have a special today because we're going to be featuring the Western Hunting and Conservation Expo with Rob Keck and our own CEO, Miles Moretti. Thanks, guys. How are you doing? Hey, doing great. great. Jody, man, it's always an honor. Steve, you know, to be sitting right here with a legend, a legend of mule deer. <laughs> No, seriously. Are you talking though. about yourself? Or you no. <laughs> Look, he was I'm talking at you, Jody. <laughs> I know. I don't know about that. You know what an honor it is to be here with a guy, though, that has transformed an organization into a real powerhouse in conservation. So it's always it all it's always great for me to be part of this event and to be part of what Mule Deer's been doing. Yep. And so Hunt Expo, which is what we usually call it, is yeah. coming up in just a couple of weeks here, and we're getting ready for it. Can you guys give us a little bit of a preview on what people can expect at this year's show? Well, let me tell you this. A lot of fun, a lot of excitement, lots of opportunities, and if you want to hunt any type of big game, you're going to find it there in the exhibit hall. You're going to find it there on auction. You're going to find it, I mean, everywhere you turn. It's about hunting and what hunting does for, you know, the quality of life of so many people, but... It gets me revved up like you can't imagine. And there's a chance to win some awesome, awesome hunts as well. Miles, take it from there. I mean, you live it every day. Well, in our exhibit hall, we've got more vendors than ever. And uh, some of the newest, greatest uh, gadgets out there, gear. Um, like Rob said, great collection of, of, of guides and outfitters. If, if you need something to hunt to improve your hunt or, or to go hunting, learn how to hunt, the expo is the place to be. Let me tell you, i got to tell you something that is truly unique to this event. There's conservation conventions going on right now in other parts of the country. The NWTF's in Nashville, Pheasant Fest up in Minneapolis. But let me tell you, when you go to the Western, there's 200 tags there that you have a chance to win at 5 bucks. If you show up, you can enter for those. You can't do that anywhere else in the country. That's one of the big reasons that I like to be there. Yeah, yeah, it's a big draw. I just was talking to an outdoor writer, and, and he told me, he says, I'm just flying in for the day to, to, to put in for the tags. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, um, so our listeners need to know, the convention center's under construction this year, so things may have moved. Yep. And yep. they need to give themselves a little bit more time to get acquainted and be prepared to maybe walk a little bit more. Yeah, the they're, they're going to build a new 28-story hotel on a corner of the Salt Palace. So where you traditionally apply for the 200 tags or buy a day pass, it'll be upstairs where you come across from, from the Marriott Hotel. So things are moved around. Look at the signs. But what I really encourage people uh, that are applying online and uh, wanting a day pass, you go to huntexpo.com and you do it online and you're, you'll get in and out much quicker and you'll get on the show floor and be able to spend a lot of time. And there's an app as well. There's a right. Hunt Expo there's app. An app there's that. an app for that. There's an app for that. But there is, and you can, and you can buy your, your floor passes for that, get a barcode to right. get in as well. Right. Um, the auction, all of the information about all the auctions during the day and at night are on there as well. Um, there's even an online bidding opportunity if somebody can't be there, but of course we really oh, yeah. rather I mean, you last there. year we had, what, over 300 online bidders. But, you know, folks, 
This is something for the entire family. It's something there Absolutely. for everybody. How about some of the youth events? I mean, the oh. archery competition that takes place, I mean, it's like unmatched anywhere. It's now the Utah State NAFS Tournament. National it? Archery in the in schools, schools program. program. So these are all scholastic. They're, they're school-aged kids yes, that have been competing through a program in their, their local elementary or middle or high school. And now they come to the state this event and shoot to compete for the state titles. And and last year we had over a thousand kids and we, we think with it being the official state tournament this year, we could be up around twelve or fourteen hundred kids. That's impressive. So what's attendance been, Miles? It's been we 30, have 000? over the four days we have around fifty five thousand people come. So what are we expecting this year? I think about the same. I, I I can't say we I keep saying we can't keep growing, but every year the numbers keep going Absolutely. up. So I'm expecting us to exceed I that. think we can. I think we'll break records for one reason, people right now have more money in their pocket than they did last year. And I think that, uh, you know, with the economy booming, I've been to a couple other conventions already that took place in January. Outfitters said they were selling hunts at a record pace. Other vendors said people were coming there with money to spend. And I just looked for a record-breaking auction as well, oh, Miles. Yeah. So oh, who yeah. are some of our special guests going to be this year? Well, uh, our keynote speaker on Friday night is Secretary of the Interior. Interior uh, Barnhart, and uh, on Friday night we have uh, Jack Carr, Navy SEAL author, has written several books. Park City resident. Park City, Utah resident, and uh, and so he's gonna. It's gonna be exciting to have him there. So it's important. His books I've read. I, I read Terminalist um, that Jack wrote, and uh, and it is. This is a um, a thriller, a, a suspense type of. A, it's very fast paced. This is this is a fiction, but it has so much accuracy to people who shoot uh, military and tactical. I mean, it's a very very fascinating book. So we're not talking just like a. This isn't his biography. This is this is guy writes some some popular fiction novels. It's Let me tell fun. you, at each one of the evening events, we elevate patriotism. Yes. And if you're a patriot and you love this country, you need to show up there just to get a good dose of what America is all about. And those evening events, they're not black tie. You can come however you want to. Yep. Jeans and boots and a cowboy hat, they fit in just perfect here. And we've got a couple of, uh, music is also fun. So after the auction, after the speakers, um, we get to have a little fun, do a little bit of country music and dancing. Yeah, normally we have three inter nights of entertainment. Uh, this year we have Little Texas on Thursday and Chris Jansen on Saturday. But Friday night, we needed more time for auctions. We've had so many tags coming at us, and we are going to give some awards and spend some time on Friday night. So we do not have entertainment after Fra the Frankly, show. it's nice to have a break. It is <laughs> nice to have actually, a break. I heard, I'll be honest. Actually, I heard Miles was going to sing a song. Uh, oh, no. oh. Yeah. No, no. I don't know, but he, but he can buy me a boat <laughs> yeah, yeah. and a truck to pull it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I don't have the means to purchase some of the hunts out there. I love seeing the folks that do. What gets me fired up is I know a lot of that money's going directly back to mule deer and other wildlife conservation. Absolutely. And we argue about it amongst ourselves sometimes, you know, whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. And I look at it as we need all the resources we can get. And, you know, doing things like this at the auctions, having Rob and your, your uh, the other folks who host the auction and having the fun time, I think wildlife can only benefit. And, you know, the Mule Deer Foundation, we pump so much money back into the ground because of this event. It's Between great. the auctions, the, the tag sales, and others, was it not $1.6 or something like that last year that uh, Hunt Expo raised for oh, conservation? Oh, no. You, 
you're low. That was a day? <laughs> yeah, that was that, <laughs> that was one day. We were over two million just on tag sales. Oh wow. And uh that that expo raises four to five million dollars for conservation. And it also, they figure, is 8 to $10 million to the local economy. That's right. And that's, you know, Utah, Life Elevated, uh, Utah Tourism is a big yep. sponsor and supporter of, of the show. And it's a great, I mean, it brings people into the state to see what a great resource it is, how many great opportunities there are to get outside um, and have a good time. And, and it, it, I think that's a great partnership. People have to remember, money greases the wheels of conservation. And we're there to raise money to grease those wheels. You know, a lot of times, for some people, it seems like it's distasteful. But let me tell you, I remember the Mule Deer Foundation they had great ideas, but no money. No money. You yeah. couldn't do anything. Yep. And so now that you've figured out, Miles, you've led the way in the fundraising efforts, you guys are doing great things. Some of the projects that you guys are funding, I mean, so important. You know, when you look at some of these wildlife corridors that uh, have been a big issue, I mean, funding directly from that event really helps you carry out that mission well and i think it's that it, it, you mentioned wildlife quarters two years ago secretary of the interior ryan zinke was there and signed secretarial order 3362 at western hunting and conservation mule deer foundation that event was important enough that that is where he signed something that has now been groundbreaking for the past two years and this year having secretary david bernhardt there to tell us what's been going on and where that's going in the future continues to show the message that mule deer foundation the work that we're doing on migration corridors for mule deer for other big game is making an impact it is it is and 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 we're we're excited to have the secretary there and uh he has really been a real champion for uh for, for wildlife, for public access. And, uh, and he's and, a hunter. And he's a hunter. And he's a, he's a Westerner, mm -hmm. and, which is a big when you're the Secretary of Interior. But, but one of the things I wanted to say, a lot of people don't like the auction tags, sometimes the state auction tags, but 93% of that goes back to fund their, their programs in those states. Conservation yeah. for that particular right. species right. in that particular state. Right. So if you're buying the state mule deer tag in Arizona, 100% of that is I'll going. I'll tell you what, the room gets electrified. Like when Antelope Island mule deer tag comes up. Yeah. I mean, when it goes to 200,000, 300,000, 350, 375, I'll never forget when it went to 410. I mean, the place just erupted. Well, and John Bear, the auctioneer, will be back again this year. Oh, yeah. And he Absolutely. is just, he's so much fun. He gets that crowd going. He yep. knows the folks in there. And he really lights it up to, to, to get that and, and, and inspire that I've worked with a lot of auctioneers over the years. Nobody does it better than John Barrett. It's so much fun and, to work and with I, I'm him sorry to say this, Rob, but um, his voice might be even better than yours. Oh, it is. <laughs> it I, is. I, I, I don't I, claim I, to have a good voice. The two of you up on that well, stage with microphones is... is, is it, it's reality is, television. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, I put, I put Rob kind of the sophisticated, mature voice... And, and and John's kind of the redneck. Uh, no, <laughs> the boy no, next they're, door. They're both pretty smooth. I'll tell you well, that. I, I can, Rob, thank you, and I've thanked John in the past because without your help, we probably wouldn't raise as much money for conservation. Right. Well, yeah. you're kind. I I think there's a whole team that makes this happen, and we're just one part of that. So, Miles, ladies' luncheon again auction this year? Absolutely, ladies' luncheon on Friday. Is that Friday. Valentine's Day, too? That's Valentine's Day. It's the 50s theme <laughs> this and year. The theme is 50s Greece theme. Yep. So, so, so your Because Greece is the world. A, you know, you won't have to buy any new clothes. You can just wear what's in the closet. <laughs> I know. I know. So, you know. <laughs> well, you know, there's probably going to be an auction item or two, like uh, maybe a 
precious ring or something there that uh, I think some husband or boyfriend may get embarrassed into actually no, having no, to buy no, no, for no, Absolutely not, because those boys aren't at the ladies' luncheon. <laughs> no, I'm talking those, about oh, Friday night. That, well, that's true, too. Friday yes, night. Absolutely, yes. Of course, there's nothing wrong with a woman buying something for her husband on uh, Valentine's Day. No, no, no. Day. They're buying for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other thing that gets me excited, Miles, this happens, I believe, Saturday morning is the volunteer recognition yeah. event. For, for, for the Mule Deer Foundation, we, we every year have, a, have a, 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 a breakfast where we recognize our volunteers. We call it our re- volunteer recognition event. And it's free to any of our members. All you have to do is just register to let us know you're coming. But uh, we give awards for our Volunteer of the Year, our top uh, chapters for volunteer hours, um, top chapters for fundraising. So it is really the place that you really get to connect with the volunteers. And, and it's, it's, it is amazing when you hear what they call them the sweat equity. Um, yes. These are chapters that are out there. They're getting boots volunteer on the ground. boots on yep. the ground. And then thousands of hours um that some individual chapters are doing and and cumulatively that that impact is huge and that's fence pulling that's planting uh you know new shrubs sagebrush and bitter brush it's it's helping putting in riparian devices or guzzlers in in areas yep and you know the funny thing is is we're now starting to see chapters from other states that are know that hey that chapter wherever is it won the award last year we want to win it this year that's so that healthy competition that healthy Absolutely. competition well and, and they can learn something from each yep. other as well they, yep. they, that it's a chance to say wow you know i never thought about that oh you're doing a gunapalooza what what is that and they can learn about different second v- events or what they can do better with their banquets it's a great idea sharing and let alone you're getting to find maybe you find a place to hunt maybe you make a friend in a different state and yep. get to go deer you hunting know, there you know what is really a shame that the american public that isn't exposed to what we do as conservation leaders at an event like the Western Hunting and Conservation Expo, they don't realize that our work improves the quality of life of so many Americans. I mean, who doesn't enjoy driving down a country road, seeing a herd of mule deer, or watching a bald eagle over the river? I mean, it's those kinds of things that just add quality. And so many times it's lost that hunters are the heroes of conservation. And hopefully, maybe there's some listening to this podcast that maybe will come and maybe better understand that we're not the villains that maybe the other side tries to paint us to be. So... We talked about they can register online. They can get more information about Hunt Expo, get their tickets for evening events and things like that there. It's not too late. There's links to the hotels where there are room blocks where there, you can you can register and, lot, and stay if you need it. A lot of the hotels are filled up, but there's plenty of ho- other hotels around. But go to huntexpo.com, and you can find out about... Or the Hunt Expo app. Uh, yeah, and the, or the Hunt Expo app, and you can, you know, get all the information you need if... Uh, and. Also, if you, you can't attend but want to bid online, you can go to online uh, auctions. Yep, it'll and, have information through the Hunt Expo and, app for yep. that. The one thing we didn't talk about here, seminars, right? We So not only do you have, you can go and see the vendors, you can go to the auctions, but we have all day, almost all day, every day, some of the top the, the, the people that know this better than anybody about how to get drawn in you know, difficult tag stakes, how to do a pup DIY public land hunt. That seminar series is a huge hit, isn't it? It's packed all the they're, time. They're packed all the time, and, and it varies each year. You may learn how to hunt coyotes. You may how to learn how to, to hunt uh, backcountry, 
hunting and, and or different things or just how to hunt mule deer 101, you know. And so we try to change that up every year. But check that app. That's all. The app, app and the app website have that schedule as well. So, yep. um, there's posters in the in the Salt Palace as well. So. so something else that's new for us this year, Miles, is we're going to have a conservation booth right across from our member booth where we're going to be profiling the work that we're doing on the ground in each state so that folks can come up and talk to our biologists, talk to our partners, talk to uh, the folks that work on the ground, and really say, you know, when, when we get asked, well, what have you done? We're going to be able to say, you know, here's what we've done in this state. Here's how it's affecting mule deer. Here's how you can be involved. And, and, that, and that's as a result of a lot of our, sometimes as we're going around, people say, well, what do you guys do? You know, where, where does the money go? Well, we're going to have a special booth that is going to say, hey, in state of Idaho, state of Montana, this is what we raised. This is what we put back on the ground. These are the type of projects. If you want to ask how to get involved, somebody there will help you. But we'll also, uh, you know, be able, it's an informational booth of basically telling people, where are, your, where are your dollars going? And this is huge because, you know, it we've is. had a big conservation program. Steve now being director of conservation programs officially and, and pulling together the stewardship work, integrating that in with what's going on in the chapters and the volunteers. The conservation projects that Mule Deer Foundation has been doing has grown remarkably over the last five years. And this is our chance to finally let members and let the public know a little bit more about we what MDF is doing do on the ground. We have got to do a better job in selling the product. Yep. that we have. You know, we talk to ourselves way too much, right. and we don't market the good things that are happening out there. And so I salute you guys for putting it up on this podcast, but we've got to reach beyond the podcast Absolutely. to tell this good story. And hopefully people walking through the expo, when they see that booth, they're going to be awakened and, and informed on just how many good things you're doing. Yep. Well, and I would encourage everyone that comes in to buy MDF membership. You Absolutely. Know, we don't usually push that. We're not an in-face organization. But when you buy a membership and get involved, we, we can guarantee you that that money's going to mule deer conservation. We can show you the numbers. We can show you the projects. We, we're not a heavy uh, administrative overhead. We don't have a big brick-and-mortar building. We want to keep that stuff low so that we can do the most with that money back to wildlife and you know it's right across from the conservation booth come the in. conservation yeah. the main membership booth and the conservation booth are right next door to each other exactly. right from the front front yep. main entrance look you better come with your walking shoes on <laughs> with all with the growth and the exhibits the exhibitors there folks uh you got a long trail ahead of you there's so many things to see there and it, enjoy. It, the, the, the show floor is getting so big. People <laughs> say, I, I didn't get to all the booths. Yeah, yeah. one day is not enough. One, yeah, day's one day is enough. not It is if you just want to coast and, and tour, but or that's not exactly what the point where is. You're going. If you're going to an outfitter to book a hunt, you know that person. You can do that, but if you want to see everything. But, but you can go to the Buck Knives booth, and you can talk to C.J. Buck. C.J. Buck. You yeah. can go to Weatherby, and, and, and Adam, Adam will Weather. be there. Adam Cryptic be. has Butch Whiting in there. I mean, the, the owners, the, the, the big dogs in these companies are there. They're not just sending their, their sales guys. The top heads of these companies are there supporting this, not just because... It, you know, they're selling their wares. They're there because this is a great event, and it's a lot of fun, and, and they're bought into what Mule Deer Foundation is doing and, and, and what's happening on the ground. So you know, that's, for that's all, good fun. For all of you hunters that maybe have big game hunts planned for this year, you're wondering, who's going to mount my trophy? Oh. The taxidermy work that is there is off Beautiful. the charts. It's as fine as you'll find anywhere when you talk about big game. Yep. 
Yep. So, so again, something for everything, everyone. There's lots for the kids. We, uh, muley antlers. Do not walk through the door without getting your muley antlers on the kids because those flapping paper uh, antlers are absolutely adorable. The ladies' day is awesome. It's a lot of fun. You bring kids of any age because the 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 hallways, the aisles are wide, so you can push a stroller through. That's we There's always plenty joke to about do. that. Our aisles are really wide because because we have families there. Yeah. You go to some shows and you don't see any but any young kids there. Well, we have white aisles because we have strollers. We have kids. <laughs> yep. And we have something And there's them. fun. The youth hunting uh, is the youth hunting experience, experience is there as yes. well again this year. Yes. There's a rock wall. Rock. There's yeah, a touch. There's a, the SCI, Safari Club International, brings their, their touch uh, uh, trailer where you can go in and handle skins and you can, you know, learn more about wildlife. Uh, you know, so there, there's there's a great all-around experience for everybody. Well, and you can, you can actually see us podcasting there. We're usually set up at the MDF booth. If you see that, come over, say hello. We would love to hear from you what we're doing well, yeah. what we're doing poorly. If we happen to like hear. your story, we might just put you on the we, podcast. Yeah, we got a really fun story. And then you'll realize that uh, Steve has a face for podcasts. <laughs> he really does. Hey, and they're going to be signing autographs. Too. <laughs> well, unfortunately. As I, long as I'm not signing checks. So. Yes. Yeah. So I, I actually am missing Hunt Expo this year myself. I have a personal family commitment. So I'm going to miss everybody's sweet face there. But uh, but I know you're going to have a lot of fun. And thank you guys so much for spending some time here today to tell us about it. Is there anything else we need Let's to close just, up with? The Hunt Expo is February. It's the 13th through the, the 16th. 16th. It's, it's at, at the, the Salt Palace Convention Center in Salt Lake. Lake City. Um, what are the websites again? Huntexpo.com. Uh, and then if you want anything, you can also go to muledeer.org. And for the membership, those kind of things, to learn more about us, uh, don't forget to go there, too. So last year, we actually had somebody stop in and said, I listen to your podcast, and that's why I came to Hunt Expo. How about that? Year. So that, yeah. that really made Good my day. Good stuff. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank Rob, you. Miles, Thank we appreciate you. your time. You. Have fun Jerry, at Hunt Steve. Expo this year. And, uh, we will. Come We're going to rock. We're going to be rocking again. Outstanding. Until next time, this is Jody Stemmler. And I'm Steve Belinda, and thank you for talking Mule Deer. Thanks for talking Mule Deer with Steve Belinda and Jody Stemmler. The Mule Deer Foundation is the only conservation group in North America dedicated to restoring, improving, and protecting mule deer and black-tailed deer and their habitat. MDF is a strong voice for hunters in access, wildlife management, and conservation policy issues. To find out more, visit www.muledeer.org, and stay tuned for the next episode of Talking Mule Deer.